What's up, y'all? This is from Books to Bills, a podcast for young professionals. This is your girl, Erica Helling from Louisiana. And this is everybody's favorite staff member, Shaq, all the way from Augusta, Georgia. I see we in the mood for telling lies today. This is Jasmine <laughs> Helling all the way from mm, Tyler, Texas. The okay, Tyler. Area. Had to figure out okay, if Tyler. I wanted to disclose that information to y'all this morning. This is this is the first time, right? Yes. Yes, it is. First time. Y'all, can I just say something today? What you got to yes. say, Shaq? I am just... Okay, don't do me like that, Jasmine, because it was actually something good. Oh, okay. I am so happy. I am so happy to be recording with y'all. It has been... It feels like forever since I've seen y'all. It's just so good to be back on and here to speak with y'all and share our journey from books to bills. Now, why didn't you say that before we started recording? Because now I don't believe you. I'm just not used to hearing such positive words from Shaq. I just don't believe it. So, you know what? I talked about this last week. I, like, words of affirmation is not my love language, right? And so whenever I do give words of affirmation or I say other things, people always think I'm being sarcastic. It's at work. It's literally everywhere. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to work on that. When you do give those moments, those touching moments, I'm going to have to believe you because right now you get in the side eye. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I know you love us for real, friend. Yes, I love us for real. And I have no comment. Hmm. That's petty. So, on a scale from one to petty, your co-worker Shonda invites you to her house for a wine and wisdom evening social. <laughs> Right? You know that Shonda's house is not the cleanest. Oh, Lord. But she <laughs> but she insists that you come. She tells you all about how she has an unlimited supply of wine, beer, and liquor, and that you're sure, like, you're in for a good time. When you get there, you decide to go ahead and go. And when you get there, you notice that Shonda has Heaven Hills Vodka, E&J, boxed wine she has some nasty animals walking around (laughs) (laughs) what is your response i'm not even gonna give you any options today what do you do and you say you're petty so i want to know what you're gonna do obviously you get to stay or go but tell us if you stay if you go and then why i i have been in situations like this and i kind of I'm going to try not to be petty, but I'm definitely going to confine myself to a small square, small little piece of the house that I feel like is the absolute most cleanest. And then, you know, I mean, I probably won't be able to hide my face much. I'll probably look kind of sedity. Um, and how we know that how we know the animals nasty? They stink. They stink and they keep scratching. And Ooh, how many animals scratching. is it? It's three. It's a cat and two dogs. And they ugly. Yes, Erica. and they all mangy, as the old the folks question. would say. I answered it. I, I, I just, I'm getting uncomfortable thinking about it. I'm going to be in the corner, and I'm probably only going to stay an hour and make up something. They'll be like, I got to go. I, I guess my alarm going off in my house or something. I'm gonna, I, I got to go. Like, I'm going to figure something out to say to get out of there. I'm going to stay a, a reasonable amount of time and dip. Well, there's free liquor involved, so I'm showing up. Let's say that first. 
and I'm bringing my own cup. Because that's how you can tell if somebody Ooh. really clean or not. Look at their dishes. If they don't know how to wash a good dish, mm-mm. so I'm bringing my own cup. The liquor, I'm pouring my own liquor. And I'm staying, as the old people say, to show face. Show face for a little bit, then I got to dip with my full cup. Call me petty if you want to. And I'm also not going to eat nothing. Oh, no, that's out the picture. I'm not eating. Mm-mm. Have y'all seen that Facebook picture of that lady? It's like, that's why you don't eat at everybody's house. And this lady, she cooking in the cat on the counter. And on the, the cat's, food. And the cat's tail is sitting in the skillet. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Yes. That's what you I call I definitely me. saw it. Nasty. And she just over there like, ain't nothing wrong. What about you, Shay? Well, thank you for asking. Y'all ain't make y'all must not be liquor connoisseurs like yours truly. I was pissed off when I saw Heaven Hills E and J and box wine. So I had to leave. <laughs> I I had to go ahead and leave and dismiss myself. I had to pretend that I got a call and that I have to go somewhere else because I can't deal with this uh this cheap uh alcohol because I'll be sick the next day. Thursday morning I can't even come to work drinking some E and J. Well, Shaq, you must be real sedated growing up because my daddy kept some E&J in the cabinet, okay? I like E&J. And by the look on your face? <laughs> I didn't know what Heaven's Heels was to even comment. I caught the box wine thing, but I was like, okay, whatever. I'm stripping out the fact that you got all them animals running around and... Mm-mm. That was the question, but yeah. I, I, I would have to leave. I don't even want to be there any longer. Once I walked in and then I saw this cheap stuff, I have to go. <laughs> well, all right. <clears throat> well, we'll dip into our recap from, ooh, wasn't last week, but maybe the week before that. Um, we did a live show while we were all together in Atlanta, and we talked about our our budgeting and savings tips. I think it was somebody had something they want to share. Yes. So I have something from IG. Um, We mentioned about we offer different systems to budget by, but the real pointer is to get one thing and stick to it. So whatever works for you, just stick with that thing and, and continue on. And one of the things that I noticed on IG was to get one luxury as well. So for me, I think that most of my money goes to travel. If I chose to do travel, shopping, um, eat now, like that's too many luxuries. So get you one luxury that's where you put most of your spending money. Um, and that way you can budget for everything else. I thought that was something neat to talk about. Who said that? I don't remember who said it, but um, it was in the comments. I just wanted to get him a little shout out. Dang. Yeah. Oh. Well, appreciate whoever you are. Anyways, I think that's good because I think I have two luxuries, and that is traveling and um, probably eating out. Because I just get so tired of cooking my own food. Like, do y'all ever have that where, like, you can cook something that, like, you actually like, but you just do not want to eat it? I've been struggling with that for, like, the last two weeks. Well, for you know, we talked about it. I can... I can cook something on Sunday and eat it all week, so I don't really ever have that problem. I like eating out, but that's one of the one things since I've been saving money that I quickly stopped doing. Mm-hmm. And I was saying that's just part of adulting, especially today. I decided, okay, Jasmine, you can't spend your money going out to eat this week. Operation Eat the Whole Damn Fridge is in full effect. 
Okay, well, I'm going to try to get it together. My sister bought me a Blue Apron box, so I don't have to buy any groceries for this week, so I'm super excited about that. Okay, Blue Apron, so you actually going to, uh, do you know your recipes, what they give you? I have this, so the only bad thing about it is not keto, so I'm at the forfeit keto this week, but um, it's like this shrimp and pasta, and then I have, I think, some steak tacos. And then the the third one, the third one is escaping me. But it's three different meats, I want to say. Three different like meats. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. I should get it on Tuesday. So, I'm going to find me something quick to eat. I have some food in the refrigerator. And I'm going to try to eat this today and tomorrow, but we'll see. Okay. Okay. Well... Now that we've read our comments from the listeners, we want to go ahead and get into our um, staff meeting for today. And our meeting is about traveling and all things traveling. So we're going to share some tips with y'all today about um, smooth traveling, some of our pet peeves, um, and just kind of have fun with it. And hopefully just get y'all up to level um, with anything with anything and all things travel. So for our first question, we have what is your top tip? So one tip. For smooth travel it can be about the financial part packing part your mode of travel whatever you want um what is your top tip jasmine okay so my i like to fly a lot so my top tip would do not check a bag do carry on mm-hmm. only because you there is no telling what may happen my god today there, there's no telling so Pack a carry-on, and then I found a method for packing multiple outfits in a carry-on. On YouTube, There, you, you want to search bundle packing for wrinkle-free clothing. And Erica has seen me do this before, and she just looks at me like a stranger. She's like, I just want to see what you're doing with all of this. But it works. I can get maybe two weeks in a carry-on along with my toiletry. So everybody go look on YouTube. And search bundle packing for wrinkle-free clothing. So we gonna share it on Facebook. Sh- I can share it on Facebook. Sure. Too. So how many shoes can you get in it? I usually pack one pair of tennis shoes, and then depending on the, you know, season, I can get maybe two pair of sandals, or wear my tennis shoes on the plane, and then pack whatever shoes you know I wanna, I wanna use. So. I would say pack a pair of tennis shoes, a pack of heels, I mean, a pair of heels, and then some flats. They can go with any okay. outfit. I'm going to have to try that. I'm going One to... One of my friends did that. Like, she was telling me that... Uh, we Actually, we flew together, so when we went to uh, we went to a conference together. And I was like, why are you wearing these lavish boots on this plane? <laughs> and you got to take them off and all this. And she was like, well... I can't fit the boots into my luggage, and if I would have put the books the boots into my luggage, I would have had to uh, use another luggage, and then I would have had to check it. I, therefore, if I wear the boots, I can use my carry on. And I was like, mm, that makes sense because when you get on the plane, you could just take them off. You don't have to sit with the with your shoes on the whole time. So it worked for her, and so I was like, dang, that's smart. All my shoes are the same size, so I really don't have that option. <laughs> Y'all take your shoes off on the plane? I was just about to say all the time. Oh no, Shaq. Mm-mm. Don't sit by me. I take my shoes off everywhere I go. 
But on a plane, it's a closed environment. Closed environment, open environment, the shoes coming off. I don't, I've only taken my shoes off on the plane uh, one when I flew internationally because I was like, I'm going to be on this mug for eight hours. Like, they coming off. But then other than that, like, I feel like my flights are typically, like, three hours or less and probably on average an hour and a half. So I don't really feel the need to take them off, but I be wanting to. But I just be feeling like I got too much stuff going on under that little pocket under the seat. Mm-mm. We can't travel internationally together. Don't don't come over over there. Oh y'all, on the way back from Atlanta, this man took his shoes off and then didn't even have a complete sock on. Like all the the toe cloth was missing. <laughs> so I look. Yeah, what kind of? Oh, what kind of sock is that? You know how you have a hole in your sock and you can see part of your toe meat? Mm-hmm. The hole had had just gotten out of control. I can see all all five of his toes. It was made like that or his socks are just raggedy? No, they was raggedy. Now he That's one thing my mama taught me. Now, if you're going to take off your shoes, at least have the proper socks on. Proper foot garment. <laughs> yes, don't be out here shaming folks. You're gonna take off your shoes, but that got nasty. half a sock. I've recently too in flying, I've been like feeling gross about planes. Cause you know they don't fumigate them or nothing. They can they fumigate a plane with disinfectant? Yeah, they be trying I, to make so that I money. I don't know how they clean them. Ugh. So my tip, kind of tying in with last week's episode about budgeting, is to if you can afford it and you are responsible enough, get a flight credit card. Um, I just got a Southwest credit card and. I was like, I'm going to check while I'm talking to y'all because I think I spent the limit I needed in order to get my 50,000 bonus points. And let me tell y'all, I'm about to be all over the world with these 50 points. 50. Oh my God, y'all, I got my points. I got 68,569 points. Tell me who finna be in the air. Okay. Yes. I was wondering. I meant to check earlier. So now I'm feeling good about myself. So get your Even points. more reason for you to use them vacation hours. Yes. They all gone. She ain't never at work. They always, this is just running drunk that I'm never at work, but I've been busting my ass at work. Erica. Friend, are you going to work tomorrow? tomorrow? I'm not going to work tomorrow because I bust my ass at work from Thursday at 7.30 until yesterday at 5 o'clock. You do the math. I only got six hours of sleep in three days. I just asked where you going to work. Okay. And I said no. You already knew the answer to that question. Spare me the theatrics. Anyway. like you're guilty. Back to my point. Get you a flight credit card so you can be like me, be like moi, and have you a bunch of points on deck so you don't have to pay for your flights. Um, It just makes for easier things. And, like, you know, like Jasmine was saying, she spends a lot of her money on traveling, and so do I. And it definitely helps when you can save it somewhere. So definitely get you a flight credit card. And at minimum, if you can, if it's not something you trust yourself with, at least sign up with all of the airlines and uh, be a, you know, a member, a rewards member, so you can at least get points like that. Well, y'all bougie, because y'all done talked about going places, and y'all to my fly here, catch a plane this, airplane this, airport that. Well, I'm going <laughs> to speak for the broke people. Hey, I'm going to say the broke people. I'll speak for the frugal people and the folks who just terrify the planes, because we do have some, some folks like that. Um, and, I mean, I'm not afraid of a plane, but most of the time when I travel, I travel by car. So my tip is going to be um, fill up the night before um, and pretty much do as much as you can before the trip starts. So get your gas before, get all your food, get your snacks, just do everything on the front end because it just makes so much better when you can get on the road, 
you know, I 10 by 10 and just go smooth sailing. You don't have to do all these stopping. Of course, every now and then you got to take that little restroom break, but stopping because you're hungry every few minutes, it just wastes a lot of time. And you never actually think about, but if you stop and get food, you're going to spend at least, you're going to cut almost an hour. If it's more than you, you're going to cut about an hour off of your trip mm-hmm. just by stopping to get food and everything. So all those frequent stops. So minim- minimize your um, stopping just by planning ahead. And then it goes back to what I said last time because I like to buy in bulk. And so I like to buy two liters or six packs of stuff or 12-pack of Coke and leave some at home, put some in the car because I know if I get it from the grocery store, it's going to be way cheaper than if I get it at the convenience store or the gas station like when I stop. Do y'all like to stop in general when y'all traveling? I like now when I, I don't, I haven't. So, Shaq, I'll say, I, I think I am a little bougie because since I've been living in Baton Rouge, I don't even, I think I've only driven home that six and a half hours, like maybe three times. Any other time I fly because I, I just can't do it. I'd be so tired when I drive now. So, I, and I also don't like stopping. I like to make one little trip and just try to make it the whole way. Well, my family knows that. If- so, the question was, do we like to stop? Yeah. What Jasmine say? I was saying my family knows that if they want me to drive, I don't stop. Okay. So yeah, you need to go ahead, <laughs> yeah. do your business before we leave because once I'm on the road, I don't stop. And don't ask me. I like to plan out my stops before I go. Preferably, I like to stop every four hours. Okay. Um, and so yeah, and if I'm gonna be on the um, road less than five hours, we gonna go straight through. Um, but every four hours, I like to get a little stop in because, like, I'm in the minority, but I like going to truck stops. I just, I like it. I like getting what? off the road on the interstate, going to the truck stop, especially in a new city because you get to go in and see all their little cheesy souvenirs and things. So I really appreciate that. However, I want to get to my destination. So yeah. I don't like to stop too much, but I do appreciate um, when I go. So, like, with my family, we go to Detroit. We always stop at this one place called Boomland. And y'all, it's been this place here forever, and it's changed over the years. But, like, we Boomland, it originally started, I mean, the name, I guess, came from Fireworks, because it's a, a huge fireworks stand. But it's a big old country store, a huge gas station. And so, like, when we go to Detroit, for example, we always stop at Boomland. So that's one of the places that we know we're going to stop at, and then we plan out the rest of them. So I like to plan in advance, but I don't want to do too much stuff. You know, our place to stop is Bucky's. Absolutely. Shout out to all my Texas okay. folks. Bucky's forever. Erica had to introduce me to Bucky's last year. We was going to Nashville. I ain't know nothing about it. She was like, y'all, we got to stop at Bucky's. Bucky's this, Bucky's that. And I was thinking, if my friends say one more thing about this Bucky's, I might have to put her out the car. But then when we got there, I was kind of surprised. It's nice. Clean bathroom. And their food is so good. Get you a barbecue sandwich. Yes. Or some ice cream, a donut, a kolache. Anything, Anything you want. You want. Yep. Well, speaking of things that you don't want, what is one of your pet peeves as it pertains to traveling? Shaq, you can go first this time. I don't really have. I mean, it's just kind of case by case. Y'all know I get irritated real quick. Oh, we know. So <laughs> I get irritated and I'm, yes, and I'm over it. Um, I don't have any things that like stick out to me and be like, oh, damn, here we go. Um, but doing too much talking, I mean, doing <laughs> too much talking. not talking, doing too much stopping. Um, and then like, okay, you know how you get on the plane? I will say if you get on the plane and it's that one person who ain't got no headphones, they want to talk to everybody and talk loud. You got to hear all about their grandkids or their kids or <laughs> their school, something that like, we don't care. 
don't and if we do, you can use your inside voice or your neighbor voice. So the the loud talking and stuff on like the plane and stuff. But as far as like me traveling with my family and stuff, I don't really have any big pet peeves. Um, aside from somebody just drinking, you know, you're going to drink a whole liter or something and then ask the pee every few minutes. <laughs> okay. So mine is on, I don't care, plane, bus, car, confined area. I cannot stand when people get on their mode of travel with other people with food. And I'm talking about stanky food. Like, last time I was on a plane, last couple of times I was on a plane, somebody had, like, some tuna. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, I mean, it and it just travels the whole plane. It lingers. And it's just not even appetizing, so it makes you want to throw up. I cannot stand when people get on the plane with smelly food. And the reality of it is, some you know how, like, you know how, like, food in your refrigerator smell different in the refrigerator than it do when it's cooking? Mm-hmm. That's the same kind of vibe I get when you're on a plane. It's like maybe that chicken burrito smells good outside of this plane, but on this plane, it smells like feet. That's because Shaq <laughs> got his shoes off. <laughs> okay, so based on this episode and past episodes, I'm just going to draw the conclusion that any type of seafood is not welcomed unless you're at your house. Just keep it at home. Or at an event that everybody's eating seafood okay, at. Okay, that's true. I got on a plane one time because I was rushing. I got on a plane with some Popeyes, and I ate it and enjoyed it, and I didn't give two shits about everybody else around me. Me and that Popeyes had a good time. I feel but like... But I, I haven't... I ain't been too extreme to, like, get, you know, like you said, some tuna or go to Subway and get a tuna sandwich or something. I wouldn't do that. That's just rude. Or something onion It's just onion like fish in the office. Yeah. Jasmine, what's yours? Mine is people not being ready to go through the TSA security line. I ain't gonna say no names, but somebody <laughs> you don't have to name Erica was in the in the security line with me when we were flying from Atlanta to go back home, and she was just not ready. She had a whole little uh, water bottle full of water, knowing that you can't take that through the security line. She had a belt on. I mean, she had all kind of stuff as if she did not know what was about to happen. <clears throat> Erica, what happened, friend? Jasmine, I have one question. Am I like that every time we fly somewhere? I don't remember. One time is enough. Jasmine, am I like that every time we fly and somewhere? And so my pet peeve is uh, just people not being ready. You you that's, know that's what's about thought. to happen. That's my thought. You know what's about to happen. It Atlanta, was an isolated incident. I'm sorry, Eric, I'm talking. So in Atlanta, we didn't even have to take our shoes off. We didn't have to take anything out of our backpacks. And she was still, like, not prepared. So you already know you got to take your shoes off, take your laptop out your bag, you know, all those type of things. Be ready. That way, hey, we can make it through security line real fast. That's all. Friend, surely you got something to say. What happened? Why were you not prepared for TSA? Because, I mean, you got 58, I mean, excuse me, 68,000 miles. So that means you have been flying very frequently. So what happened, friend? You help us, you know, 
make this make sense for me. Sure. Um, as you all will hear, Jasmine never answered my question, which means she's making a blanket statement about me not being friend, ready. Friend, friend, I'm moving friend. on now. Make she's making one. a blanket statement about me not being ready. At this particular checkpoint, when we were going into the airport, I was struggling because things started moving a lot quicker than they typically do. Usually, you know, when you get into the security line, you'll have a moment to get yourself together because it's kind of moving, you know, not slow, but it's moving at a moderate pace. Well, because it was so many people flying that day, they decided no shoes off, no stuff out of your bag, and that they was going to push people through. And we were walking extremely fast through the um security line and so i was just i was struggling to get my bearings i I had walked up thinking we was gonna be in line for a few minutes so i could finish my water and so it was a lot jasmine is correct but this is certainly an isolating incident and so i was struggling um but like Shaq had said before the dogs came through we threw our bags uh threw our uh bags in the bucket and we got on through the the point is we made it we made it and jasmine was not as held up as she's trying to make it seem like she was nor was anybody well, else well, in Shaq, the airport I have because, a question. because no matter how fast the security line may be moving if you know you need to drink your water from your water bottle you would have that out <laughs> that was at the beginning wait, of wait, the line wait, wait. if you knew that you would at least have the water bottle out of your backpack in your hand currently sipping is that correct? <laughs> well, first of all, here, I, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to say, I ain't taking sides. I don't mean to take sides, but I don't understand why people going to the TSA area with contraband. Mm. <laughs> you, you don't need, you don't need water. You can get some water on the other end. Don't, once you get out the Lyft, Uber, however you made it to the airport, you don't even need no water at that point. So just get rid of it. Don't even pack it in the bag. That's my thought process, but... I mean, maybe that's not um, where everybody else be thinking. So I, I don't mean to take sides. Don't get me in. I'm done talking about it. Good, good. Maybe you'll speed up next right. time. What's the next question, Erica? But I will say though, it's it is different now. I, let me get on my friend's side. Wait, you just said you were not. Every time I've flown side. out of Atlanta, are we not both your friends? But I inherently took a side, so now me take another side. Um, so every time I've flown out of Atlanta. They do kind of speed you up, and they don't let that you don't take your shoes off. They push you on through, and so that makes me nervous, though, because I'm thinking this is the busiest airport in America, and how are y'all deciding to be the least secure? Now it's happened to me at another airport too, so I don't understand why they choose to slow down the security process when you know just because the airport is busy. Well, speed if up the security I were a terrorist. If I were a terrorist, I would decide to go to the airport when it's as busy and slip right on through. You know what I'm saying? So it makes me nervous. When The first time I went, I was going to Vegas. The first time I went to Atlanta and they did that, I was like, wait a minute. People just walking on through? I know you go through the metal detector, but I like the little cat scan looking machine. I like that. I appreciate that because it makes me feel more secure. Okay. So, yeah. Jasmine, are you done? Well, I wanted to bring up a comment. <clears throat> I'm not. I wanted to bring up a comment um, off of Instagram and I posted a picture about, I think it was like three people in a row and the person in the middle on the airplane was like stretched out, um, slobbering over somebody, got their feet on the next person. And so one of the followers said, or one of our colleagues said, oh my gosh, this is so accurate. The rudest people are the ones that like to fall asleep and cuddle. I said, not cuddle. People be on the planes cuddling with strangers. 
I, I ain't never had nothing like that happen to me. I guess I'm blessed. Like she fell asleep on I, I've seen people fall asleep <laughs> on other people. And I'm thinking, oh, they together. But they were not. I just think that's rude. Mm-mm. That is nasty. Unless they cute. Because, oh, you know, shit. some, you know, y'all, do y'all know what cute privilege is? Yes. Do you know what cute privilege is? Yes. If you don't know, for our colleagues who may not know, I have a theory, and I'm pretty sure other people do too, that, you know, just kind of like white privilege. If you are cute, you are, um, you have privilege to certain things that ugly people do not. And so if a cute person is beside me and they want to sleep on me, I, I actually would let them. <laughs> In hopes that it would lead to something else. Yeah, especially because we know we're going to the same destination. Now, I'd be mad if I get there and it's <laughs> a connecting flight and they going, you know what I'm saying? So, and now you got drool on your shirt for no reason. Wait a minute. I ain't said nothing about the drool. Now, the drool, uh, they had to get a spanking. Uh, uh, okay. I had to, to slap. <laughs> no, I not that kind of spanking. Uh, department uh, uh, update. Uh, uh, I'm not that kind of spanking. I'm just saying, like, they had to get pushed on if they did the drool. But yeah, y'all think about it. I'm for real. Cute privilege. Think about it. Cute. I know you didn't let some people slide with some stuff. Because they cute. Mm -hmm. And it happens all the time. Watch. That's real. I have a comment too. Um, <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago, or somewhere between there, I posed a question on Facebook asking what's your traveling uh, pet peeve. And I will shout out today. Yes, today. Uh, I'm going to shout out today our colleague Lauren Taylor. She said, on my last flight, an older lady, clearly someone's grandmother, simply based on how concerned she was for me, close parentheses, woke me up to see if I wanted a snack or a drink. When you see that I have, when I have my headphones on and or go to sleep, leave me alone with the screaming emoji face. And I feel her like I, I'm in the middle about it. Sometimes I fall asleep hoping and I'm going to, you know, hear all the hustle and bustle from the um, in-flight service. And I don't. And then especially, like, it depends. I feel like I always fall asleep on the good snacks. I like pretzels. I'll eat them. But sometimes Southwest be giving away them little, like, little, uh, it's like pretzels, cheeses, mm -hmm. like a little snack mix. Yep. A little trail mix. Yeah, like, a, no, no, it ain't a trail mix. It's a snack mix. It's like, more like, it ain't got no nuts in it. It's like crack. Gotcha. It's good though, and I, I, or they, they get send out the little uh, cheesy crackers. I don't want to miss them. Or sometimes they had a hundred calorie Oreo crisps. I mean, I don't want to miss that. But you know, I don't really give anybody any conditions when they should wake me up. But I feel her on that. I appreciate though that somebody was you know being thoughtful and woke me up. I'm I'm one of those most of the time I can easily go back to sleep, so I would have been okay with that one. I'm okay with Granny too because especially if it was a Delta flight because them cookies on them Delta flights, my God, today they are good. Delta giveaway cookies, yes, y'all. It's been years since I've flown Delta, but I do appreciate Granny for for waking me up because I'd be so mad. Like I don't mean to be falling asleep, but then I fall into a slumber and I done missed the whole drink cart and the snack pass out. <laughs> yeah, I missed it. And I'd be sad because sometimes I fall asleep thirsty. Mm -hmm. They need to have like these little things that you can put on your headrest. Like, yes, I'm I'm thirsty. Like flip a thing, like a poncho. Raise the flag. Raise the yes. flag. Raise the flag. 
Check, you know about Check, Poncho? Do they have Poncho? No, can't relate. <laughs> well, oh. shout out to my Texas people, because if you're from Texas, you especially from larger cities, you know about Poncho's Raise the Flag. Get yourself a P.I.S. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> and then one more thing I want to ask. How do y'all feel about crying children and stuff on a plane? I be feeling so bad for them parents. Shout out to Sakia for that. I be feeling real bad. Well, every time I fly, I have headphones. And so I just keep my headphones in my ear. I just feel, like you said, I feel bad for them and I be wanting to help. And y'all know, y'all know, if you know anything about me, you know, I am obsessed with babies. And so like, I will, like, I would never ask. But in my mind, I be wanting to be like, oh, let's let me hold them. I'm pretty sure if I hold them, I can keep them from crying. Because sometimes the babies just be crying because they be wanting attention. And like, when you're a parent and you deal with the baby all the time, you don't be wanting to get them attention all the time. But then when you just somebody like me who like everybody else's kids, you eager to give a baby a little bit of attention here and there. But you know what really grinds my gears? No, but you're going to tell us. Yeah, I am. You know it. Well, on an international flight where you know you're going to be on the plane for so many hours, why don't you have entertainment for your children? Do you think they're right. just going to sit and do nothing for those hours? Like, this is the... Probably the only time you will hear Nurse J promote a tablet, a coloring book, or you know, a reading book, something like that, um, because they need entertainment. You can't. You expect them to be quiet, and that's not even in their developmental stage. Right. So you have unrealistic <clears throat> expectations. And having multiple kinds of entertainment, not just one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, there was this check to talk to your point. There was this woman, um, she was on the plane and her baby would not stop crying. So this lady, she's actually a black lady. She like asked the lady, could she hold her baby? And the baby went to sleep. And the lady, the mom was like so relieved um, that she, you know, had taken her baby from her because she would not stop fussing. So, so I, mean, I assume I this was well. a white baby? Yeah. Because since you felt it need to point out that it was a black lady to get the baby? Yeah. Right? I missed the relevance of it being, you know, us knowing that it was a black lady, but. I just wanted to share it. No, that's cool. I don't know if I would have enough courage to ask somebody. Can I hold your baby? Can I? You look tired. Because even when I see babies and I wave at them or like, I'm like, oh, they're so cute. I feel like people be looking at me like, don't do that. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, so I be scared. So our third question is, what do you like to do? <clears throat> while you wait on your mode of transportation so either you ride like wait as in like while you're on it Shaq you can start today I just started all the rest of the questions well what do you I mean will I start. start I like to watch TV Jesus. Um, I will download my um, TV shows right now I'm still on Hawaii 5 so I download you know me 5-6 episodes to hold me over um, while I'm in the airport while I'm on the plane and you know my neck on my flight return it ho it 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 blesses me now I do find it a little uncomfortable at times to watch tv on the plane because I don't like the little screen on my phone but I'm watching tv or listening to music I would say a combination of usually an audiobook or listen to podcasts either one the last time I listened to a podcast on the plane, 
this lady was like, it was, I think it was a flight attendant. She was just like, what you laughing at? And I'm like, I'm listening to a radio show. And it was, it was weird because people couldn't hear what I was listening to. So it just seemed, I looked crazy laughing out loud like that. Well, these people don't know me. If you listen to certain things, like the friend zone, that's kind of comedic. I listen to a lot of stuff from uh, NPR, which is like more, a little more serious. I've noticed that I cannot listen to longer podcasts. Like it has to be short little experts excerpts, so like thirty minutes or less, because my attention is mm-hmm. just it's too much stimulus in the air. I feel that. Shaq, now are you ready? Well, I well I was always ready. I'm just perplexed by the Shaq reason why the fact that you call me first every time. Friend, we need to talk about that. I, I just wanna... want you to talk about your uh your what you do on the plane. Well, you said while we're waiting. And so the first thing is um, I don't ever get to do anything while I'm waiting because I'm never waiting. Literally, I think 95 percent of the time, I would say nine times out of 10 when I'm going to the airport, I'm always rushing. I'm rushing to get through TSA like I and even though I know when you're supposed to get there, it's just I mean, I'm late to a lot of things anyway. We've talked about that before. And so when I get to the airport, um, it's the same way. Um, But I've only missed uh, one flight for being late and yeah one flight for being late and that was actually a special circumstance the other um while i'm on the plane though um so you know before you could download like netflix and hulu and all that stuff to your phone like before you can download the episode i used to um download music illegally on my computer and so what happened was uh, <laughs> I had saved a few, you know, songs or selections when my computer crashed. I lost all. I was able to keep everything that the few songs, I think it's like three albums worth of music that I had bought on iTunes. And so those, every time I update my um, phone, it automatically puts it on there. So I have this routine. When I get on the plane, y'all, I listen to the same few songs. Like, I know what they are, and I'm pretty sure they recycle and recycle, uh, but I go to sleep while I'm on the plane. By the time I wake up, if I hear something else, you know, I'll just go ahead and skip to the next. So it holds me down, but it's been the same thing. So I know when I hear this music, it just automatically makes me think of being on a plane. Y'all know that song Peaches and Cream by Snoop Dogg? Peaches. Oh, oh <laughs> I was on the wrong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You was on the old one. Peaches and Cream. Baby, this what I Not that one. Snoop Dogg has a Peaches and Cream. There's a song by... Uh, called Hearsay by Calvin Richardson and there's a couple other ones one of them is like a gospel album y'all know them people that sing I'm coming up on the rough side I have the album I bought it for my granny and I have it on my I have it on my phone and so literally I listen to those few things every time I go somewhere I don't see how you just keep doing it over and over well, we've talked about the fact that I can do that. You can't. I can do the same thing over and over. I like routines. Okay, so we're giving you a little bit about what we do on the plane. Did I share mine? Yeah, Jasmine. Jasmine. You shared yours? Yes, I'm sorry, y'all. I friend, didn't know I lost uh, friend, what's going He's on up. with you today? You forgetting who says something? I mean, are you see now? It's too much going on in Baton Rouge. Help us. What's going on with you? I'm just a little tired, y'all, and I'm a little cramped off in this closet. Um, as y'all will see on our stories, um, but we doing what we got to do for the people. So just charge it to, as, as the old folks would say, charge it to my head and not my heart. So then our last question is a little fun one. <clears throat> so 
on um another podcast that some of us listen to called the friend zone they posed this question once when they were talking about traveling and it's and they said would you rather be able to fly anywhere for free in any time like no restrictions on your travel and let's just even spice it up a little bit say you can travel for free whether that be your gas your bus ticket your plane ticket boat cruise whatever you can travel for free but you don't have to pay for food or you pay for all of your travel but whenever you get to your destination your food is always free well i'll go first so that Shaq said you know won't say that he always has to right because i don't want to hear him crying thank you mm-hmm. um i would say i would want to travel anywhere because depending on where you go the food might be real cheap but the flight will probably always consistently consistently be high and so in my mind i'm thinking about traveling to bali that was an expensive flight Mm -hmm. and it was long as hell but the food the cost of living is really low and so my money spent well over there the most expensive thing about the trip was the air the air flight so being able to fly anywhere i want to cool and i can cover the cost of my food real easy i say that too i think i would want my um my flights covered, well, my, my modes of travel covered and my food because I think I shared before when I went to Italy, all I ate was pizza because I did not like the food. And I was <laughs> just, ugh. I mean, the food, let me not, let me reverse that. So we went on with a tour group. And so some of our meals were provided. And I'll say, I won't say that I didn't like the food in Italy. The food that was provided as a part of our trip cost, all of it was nasty, except for the first day in the first hotel we stayed in. But the rest of it was pure trash. Have you ever had a baked pear? It was like a sauteed pear. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. It was gross. Um, So I don't like that, but I definitely would go for the food because, you know, you can kind of skimp here and there. And I like to sometimes be lavish with my food. So I think they were. Well, I do have a question, Erica. Um, because I think we have both traveled in groups, but di- very different groups. So, mm-hmm. do you think it made a difference that you you were in a, like a white travel group, majority white travel group, versus me in the, like all black travel group? Well, because you mean going internationally or just in general? International, because we both went to Italy, just with two different travel groups. Well, I'll say I think it made a huge difference, and I think less than it was about them being white. They were older, so and we mm. didn't know. So me and my sister at the time were like twenty two, and everybody on the flight could have easily, without a doubt, without a doubt, been our grandparents, or maybe our parents, but like parents or grandparents. So okay. that kind of gives you an idea of how old they were, and we didn't really hang out with them much. So like even when we did quote unquote group activities. We, me and my sister just stayed with each other. We would talk, we were cordial, and everybody kind of called us the girls um, and everything like that, and it worked out. And ironically enough, we actually did connect. It was just, it was just a small group of black women. They flew together. I mean, they traveled together. And so they, like, you know, we called them our aunties. And so it was cute, but I think more than it, it was about them being white. It was about them being older. So I don't, it was not a lot that we connected on, unfortunately. I'm so sorry. I think it would have made a difference. give Italy a, a whole new chance one day. Oh, yeah, I loved it, nevertheless, but I'll definitely go back. Well, I actually asked my friend this question the other day. Uh, well, a group of my friends this question the other day. Um, and because y'all both said y'all want free travel, I'm going, well, naturally, I'm going to take the other option. 
But originally, I was going to say that, yeah, give me the free flights and give me the free whatever, however it's going to take me to get there because I could save money. But I was thinking, like, I would take the free food because I could just eat all types of things that I want to eat. I would make, like, say, if I was, I go to Ruth's Chris, you know, that's the first one I can think of. But, you know, there are all these other kind of five-star restaurants that I never would get the experience to have. And then, y'all know I like to turn up. I would try all these fancy. Does wait? Does drinking count as um? Does drinking count as food? Yeah, food and drink. Okay, <clears throat> so yeah, I would just have all these type of fancy uh drinks and concoctions and things. Yeah, I cause I can run up a check real quick. When I was in New Orleans with um one of my neos, not too long. Well, when I was in grad school, um, we ran up a check. It was six hundred dollars, but we knew it was comped before we even. Like, we knew one of the people, and they were like, eat anything you want. We were eating lamb. <laughs> Every th- Lamb is the most, we had, I don't know, lamb is the one that I can't, that's rare for me. But we ate lamb, all these different types of steak. We just tried everything, and we had unlimited alcohol, and our check was $600, and we had to pay for any of it. So I could easily do that anywhere I go. Who paid for this stuff? It was comped. So, like, what these. Oh, why? Well, the easiest thing is the, the we knew the manager. But so what happens, it was at the casino. And so they have to comp a certain amount of meals per year because what they're doing is they're supposed to be finding dignitaries and high, you know, high class folks, big ballers to come in and feed them well so that they will one play at the casino. But then they'll also come back to their uh, they'll come back to those restaurants and buy things later with more folks. And so he had, yeah, it was the end of the year and he hadn't reached his comp and he had like a month left. And so we, uh, he let us come in and we ran up $600 and he was like, y'all, I'm still nowhere near. He was trying to make us continue to eat and drink, but we just couldn't handle anymore. Dang. Dang. Next time call me. That's what I was about to say. Give me a call. (laughs) I travel. Okay. Well. That is the end of our staff meeting for today. We've given you a little bit of our traveling tips. And so I hope that is helpful. As always, please share with us um, your traveling tips, your pet peeves, and anything you think we need to know um, about traveling and make it easier. And Because we would love to hear from y'all. And so now we're going to switch on over to Shaq's department updates. What you got for us? Well, before I go into my um my department updates, I'll take a point of privilege real quick and kind of share. Um, and I did not tell the team I was going to do this. We They don't know that I'm going to say this, um, but I'm going to say it anyway. And the good thing is, is they can't take anything out or edit it out because I'm the sound engineer. And so I'll make sure that it stays in there. But no, I want to take a point of privilege and tell y'all um, kind of like why we didn't um, come to y'all on time the last few days. Um, I think that I speak for the group when I say we really take what we do seriously and we like to come before y'all and have a really good product and a really good podcast. And so our energy levels were off. And so what happened was we recorded and as we reflected on it, um, Jasmine asked the group randomly and I was it was crazy because I was thinking this, but Jasmine asked the group. She was like, y'all, can we just throw the whole episode away? And I was thinking, yeah, we probably need to do that because I just wasn't feeling the energy. I felt like it wasn't representative of the quality of podcast we want to bring to y'all and that y'all actually deserve. Because if you listen to where we um, if you listen to the podcast right now it's because you're actually interested and you like listening to us and we really enjoy that. Um, and so I wanted to let y'all know that um, 
we really take this seriously. And so sometimes we may not come to you, but just know that we are behind the scenes working and just trying to make sure that everything is um, up to par, up to a high caliber and really satisfying to all of our um, colleagues. So, yeah. Friends, would y'all agree with that? I agree. Yes. Good. So they didn't know I was going to say that. Um, but yeah, so my um, my updates today. So I want to talk about base search. And so it's um, y'all ain't seen me posting no Instagram pictures or no Snapchats or nothing with a base. So you know that I'm still unsuccessful. And don't laugh. Just because you're not posting on me, you unsuccessful. I know. No, 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 no. Because be I've been single so long that the bay on social media. No, let me tell you, because I've been single so long. That the moment I find somebody, ha, we gonna be all over social media. Like, let me tell you, we <laughs> we gonna be everywhere. I'm gonna be like, look what Bay did today. Look what Bay got me. Look what Bay texted me. That's what I'm gonna be just like that every day. So I'm gonna be sharing. As long but as you don't I got get to like think uh, Big Sean and what's her, what's her name? Who? Big Sean, the the artist, and his girlfriend be on Instagram commenting on every picture they have of each other and inappropriately. Oh, no, I don't know nothing about I, that. I ain't in the pop culture enough to be knowing oh, no one about I that. I know who it. those people are, but yeah, I, I only know who Big Sean is. It's funny. I don't even know who the girlfriend is. Well, um, I got two questions and I got these questions because I want to make sure I want some extra, I want some extra, you know, ears, and lips on this situation, right? Because I want to make sure that I'm basically y'all know I ain't hip. I don't know. I'm new to this, all this kind of stuff. And hell, I just want to make sure that I ain't trying to, you know, move too fast or move too slow. So I got two questions. I want to get y'all's answer on them, get y'all input. And then how about this on social media? If you want to answer this kind of question on your social media colleagues, please let us know your response to you can DM us or private message us too. We won't put you out there. We just want to get, well, I just want to get your response. So my first question is what is come through protocol? And so what I mean by that is if somebody texts you and they say, come through or can I come through or do you want to come through some sort of initiating of a come through, meaning come visit me, what is protocol? What does it mean? And so first off, my first question is just in general, what do you think that come through means? Jasmine, how about you tell me what you think it means? That's such a loaded word. I mean, phrase. Um, Come through might be come hang out come through depending on what time could be come lay with me i don't i mean it just depends <laughs> lay with me okay they let me rephrase saying, the question. lay your so, head on my pillow i don't know so we got a six o'clock p.m come through and we have a 10 o'clock p.m a 10 o'clock and later come through six six o'clock might be come over like Let's eat and watch a movie. And we can really Netflix, but if it's after ten o'clock, that means we Netflix and chilling. So does Netflix really quickly? Because I, I just want to make sure. Does Netflix and chill always mean like you just kind of watching Netflix until Netflix start watching y'all? I believe so. <laughs> that's what I always interpret it. Okay. Okay, Erica, what you think? What has come through protocol? Yeah, I, the, I I would agree. That depending on what time it is, you know, based off the parameters you just gave, come through could easily just mean like, you know, just come kick it 
we gonna talk or whatever and just chill not necessarily any expectation to anything do anything other than that but i think if somebody is texting you later than that i think it is safe to assume that the potential for something physical happening or their desire for something physical to happen is very high but they might surprise you well let me just say this happened to me about a week ago and about a week ago week ago i was so taken aback I thought that, you know, like, come through, meaning you're just going to come over here and we're going to chill, kind of watch TV, talk about how our day was going. And this was an after 10. This was a, a precisely 10, 15 come through. Okay. And I That's was like, oh, you know, it is. And see, but I didn't know that. And so I thought it was like, you know, let's catch the 10 o'clock news. I'm in Eastern time, so it's really 11 o'clock news. But um, let's catch the 11 o'clock news together, like, you know, let's just kind of talk and chat about watch to, the news together. That was a joke. Clearly, we ain't watching the oh, news. But I'm talking about like whatever was on the TV. Me. Whatever was on the TV, let's talk about that. Or you know, just to see how you were doing that kind of thing because it was a Sunday night, and so I'm like, oh, you know, we good. You know, I was all the way messed up. I, I the the physicality went to a new level, and I'm I'm usually not taken aback by stuff like this. But I, you know, I think we were on two different wavelengths. And so this brings me to my next question. I I thought that this was, that was pretty much somebody that I could maybe talk to and build a relationship with, right? But I think they were thinking, oh, let's just have a hookup one time, this kind of thing. So it got me to thinking, could we both be on the same, could we eventually get to the same level? And so do y'all feel like, if you have like a one night, it's really not a one night stand if you go back to talking to him, but a hookup, like a one time little thing or the first time you physically hang out. Do you think that a hookup can actually really can lead to a relationship? I think that it could. And I it's funny she said that because I don't know if y'all um, if both of y'all watch Black Love Doctor on a TV. Uh, I mean, on own. And there was a couple on the show um, that their relationship, they're married now. Um, Their relationship started just because they had a physical relationship and that was the agreement that they had. And so I think it's two important things that come from their relationship is when they talked about that um, and they, from the get goes, like, this is just physical. That's all each of us really want from one another um and so don't come in with any other expectations that we don't talk about before so that was very clear but then um the guy said something along the lines of he had like went on a business trip or went on a trip and he i don't know if he asked or offered for her to stay at his place while she while he was gone and something in his head clicked like Mm, I wouldn't let some old random person do that. And so he just felt very comfortable with her and just felt like for him to be able to, you know, let some woman that he strictly has a, a physical relationship stay in his house, like it must mean something else is there. And so over time, it turned into them getting married. And so I think there is a possibility for something that started out physical and that was the, you know, consensus i think it can turn into something else but i think the key part is talking about that before during and you know well before and during the situation oh but see uh, people always be like oh you need to talk about it before but my thing i i'm viewing a hookup as i mean because i've <laughs> i've had you know relations with folks and i didn't even know their last name literally don't only know what's listed on tinder and so unless i'm doing some 
you know, extra investigation, I only know the first name. And so, like, I ain't thought about, oh, what could this look like in the future? Or we ain't, we certainly ain't finna talk about it, you know, <laughs> if it's like, you know, what you doing, you know, let's chill. Yeah. Ain't nobody thinking about the future. And so, therefore, I don't know. I think it's just hard for me to be able to trust somebody that I hooked up with knowing that they, knowing that we, like, like, it's hard for me to be in a relationship with somebody knowing that we hooked up on the first night. But the same thing is I want to be in a relationship with somebody and I have hooked up with other folks. And so it doesn't necessarily say anything about my character. What you think, Jasmine? I think I'm with Erica. As long as you communicate like what you want and, and or if those wants shift. So, you know, if we start off, um, this is just a hookup. And then I start developing feelings like you have to communicate those feelings because the other person might still be on this. We a hookup type wavelength. So communicating back and forth is important. And then I think it all depends on how you meet the person. So like you said, Shaq, you met somebody on Tinder. You're not going to do no investigative skills because you kind of already put it in a hookup classification. But if you meet somebody at the grocery store, you don't really know what what to expect from them. And so you need to have that conversation ahead of time. Okay, then. Okay. Well, that helps me. I just, it was just good to get some other eyes and ears, if you will, on the situation to kind of help me as I go forward with my base search. Cause clearly I was mistaken, uh, last week. And so. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So, you don't have to share, so I'm just going to put an assumption out here. Ass- let's hypothetically say that you stopped the situation from going any further while you were there with the person. That's what I did. Like, I did stop it. Oh. So. <laughs> okay. Are you going to communicate now? Since you, I mean, because you had already, clearly you said that you had thought or you were thinking that you could have something a little bit more permanent with this person. So are you going to like express that or to have you talk to them and say hey it's not that i didn't necessarily want to go there with you i was just hoping to have something a little bit more I, you know i was thinking that me and you could have something a little bit more serious i just want to take things slower well, and I if didn't you say didn't it. are you i okay. didn't say it like well, that but we did have a follow-up and i was like that just ain't my style you know i was trying to be like a wholesome church going gentleman so i didn't want to seem like i was somebody who just comes right in and, you know, let's go upstairs to the bed. So I responded, um, like, Monday or Tuesday, and I was just like, um, that's just not my style. I understand that if it's yours, you know, I'm not, I don't judge. Um, I would like to continue talking. Um, and so we did kind of continue talking. I used kind of kind of loosely because y'all know me, and I don't be really want to text anybody back throughout the day while I'm at work and stuff. And so that just translates to me being a horrible texter and a horrible talker. Um, but we still are in communication. How are you going to fix that, Shaq? I mean, I, I I can respect the whole I don't want to text that work thing. But if you ain't going to text after work or before work, I mean, how are you planning on building these relationships? With I do text after work, but everybody always think, because, well, first off, friend, you know my hours are crazy. So, like, on Monday, I didn't get off work until, like, 8 o'clock. And so then, you know. It's like, am I getting the cold shoulder? No, it's just that I didn't get off work until 8, so I'm going to respond to you. And I had responded throughout the day to be like, oh, I don't really text, you know, throughout the day while I'm at work, um, but I'll text you when I get home. But I didn't get home until, like, almost 9, so that doesn't make sense to people. So I feel like it, I'm going to have to be in a relationship with somebody who really knows me before I 
like because they're they're the only people that's going to be able to know who I am. Like I'm I won't necessarily be out cheating or anything like that. It's just that I just don't feel like talking to you while I'm at work because I'm distracted. It's distracting. Got you. But when you tell people that, it's like, oh, that's just a lie. You just were too busy. You got too many other hoes. Well, if somebody's jumping to that conclusion, maybe they're not the best person anyway. Because that's a hot. But yeah, so that's my. To be like, you got too many hoes. <laughs> Why can't I just right. be productive well, at work? Me. Like, I actually have a life. Yeah. So, um, that was my update. So, y'all keep me uplifted. Um, slash, if you single and ready to mingle, slide in my DMs. Well, Shaq, it looks like the base search continues. So if anybody's interested, um, go ahead and slide in Shaq's DMs real nicely. <laughs> shoot your shot. Please. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm Please. a fan of shoot, I mean, slide in DMs. But that's for another show. You say you a fan? That is for another show. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Wait. Somebody else got a base search or I'm just or it's for another show. I am done searching. Oh. oh. Done. Finish. Finito. My god today. Okay, well, I'm gonna switch it on over to books. We ain't gonna talk about bae. But um so March was <laughs> highlighting women authors and I chose to read Educated by Tara Westover. And I just want to share, it was a really good book, had me crying at parts. It's so well written that you feel like you are in the scene with them. Um, but one of my favorite quotes says, you can love someone and still choose to say goodbye to them. You can miss a person every day and still be glad they are no longer a part of your life. I thought that really hit home. Like, okay, you can miss somebody from afar. That'll mean they have to be in your life. And it's a natural feeling to miss somebody. Um. And That's good. very profound. There was also a point where she had Tara had went off to college. She had roommates, and Tara came out the bathroom, and the roommate was like, "Did you not wash your hands?" Oh Lord! You already know where I'm going with. <laughs> Did this you shit. wash? <laughs> he said, "Did you not wash your hands?" And Tara said, "Why well, didn't pee on my hand?" I was like, "Oh hell, we gonna gave Shaq some more ammo for his theory." We not going bathroom shame. All right, we won't do that today. I- I ain't even gonna say none. Just know that I support Tara. <laughs> you support <laughs> dirty hands. They ain't dirty hands. Oh. <clears throat> Moving on. But April is poetry month. And so I wanted to highlight two of my favorite books of poetry. One is called Pink Paper Poetry by Violet Murray. She's from Houston. She actually I met her at Resurrection Houston. And she published her own book of poetry. You can buy it off of Amazon. It's really good. You know that it's good when you have to pull out the post-it notes and make notes on your favorite poems. The next... Come on, be Mary Jane. Yes. The next is Milk and Honey. And she's been on... That one's been on the top list um, for a long time. It's definitely one of the bestsellers. And it just goes through the transitions of being a woman. And so... I've probably passed that around to my female friends and they really enjoyed it. So for the month of April, pick up your favorite, you know, book of poetry 
you know, bring out my Angela. I have a question. Too. Why did you just um? Why did you just pass it to just the female friends? Mm, good question. I think that was my assumption. Like this talks about the her journey through being as a female. I don't know if it would be beneficial for a male. Maybe so. You want me to pass it your way, Shay? Well, I don't want any books or any uh, poetry, anything. To be honest, I just got too much on my already reading. But um, I just felt like that. I just wanted to know why you felt like just just females. Was it just cisgender females? I mean, I I, I all the questions. We could talk about it later, but oh. and look at Erica. Don't look at me like that. I mean, what if what what if she just simply wanted to pass it to them? It wasn't exclusion, excluding the other people. If they want to go pick it, they can. But she wanted to make a personal shout out that she wanted to go to females. Now, and anybody else that want to pick it up can go do it. And that's why I wanted to know why she just happened to make I wanted that to selection. empower my friends because she has that right. I didn't say she didn't have the right. I wanted to know Does, the reasoning if she didn't mind what sharing. What I have to say about it, or do y'all just want to banter back and forth? We we were listening. I wanted to empower my female friends. That's all. Moving right along to Ask Nurse Jay. The question that I got was, how can I best prepare for my doctor's appointment? <laughs> Moving right along to Ask Nurse Jay. Pardon me. You okay, friend? I'm good. I'm actually enjoying <laughs> myself. That's great. So, to repeat the question... It says, how can I best prepare for my doctor's appointment? Because one of the biggest things that uh, I would say a pet peeve of mine is when people don't come or when people come to their doctor's appointment, but they just, they're not getting the best out of their 15, 20 minutes that they have with their provider. So I just have four things. Um, arrive on time. And if it's your first doctor's appointment, you need to arrive at least 15, 20 minutes early to fill out paperwork. The second one was to always bring a copy of your insurance card and ID. The third one would be have whatever medications you take, either know them by heart or write them down. Because what happens is I can't provide you with competent care if I don't know everything that's going on with you. And so if you say, oh, you know, I take this blood pressure medicine. Okay, what kind of blood pressure medicine? Is it for blood pressure? Is it a diuretic? You know, I need to know those things so that I can care for you the best way possible. And then if you're coming in for some type of symptom, please provide me with or provide your doctor with good information about your symptoms. So we like to use this, ac this um, is it an acronym? Mm -hmm. Called old carts. And so the O stands for onset. Like, when did your symptoms start? The location? The duration? How long have they lasted? Um, is it, you know, the next one is characteristics. Is it sharp? Is it dull pain? Um, does it radiate to somewhere else? Things like that. Alleviating factors, like, okay, I've had this pain in my leg, but it gets better when I take, you know, an aspirin or ibuprofen, or it gets better when I elevate it, things like that. Uh, we talked about if the pain radiates to another area of your body. And then time, which is how the timing and severity. Like, oh, you know, the pain happens when I'm walking for a long time. Or on a scale from 0 to 10, the pain is at a 10. Things like that help your provider know what's going on, give you the proper diagnosis, and then hopefully start you on the right treatment. So those are my top four tips. 
May I add something? <laughs> uh oh, friend, you you a doctor too? No, I'm not. I'm just gonna talk about how I prepare for my doctor's appointments. <clears throat> not that I love going to the doctor, but I think you know, think I'm good at it. But y'all um, don't know. But y'all that don't know, Erica and I have this running joke that Erica has so <laughs> expertise in so many areas. And she just randomly be like, oh, well, I took this pharmacy class. Therefore, <laughs> I know this, this, this about medicine. And so we always joke about that. Well, but I did pay attention in my pharmacy class. <laughs> um, I did. It's called Over the Counter. And it was an amazing class. Um, but for medicine, uh, I, you know, like download, if you use Walgreens, if you use CVS, download the app. Because all of your prescriptions will be in it. And so... Instead of trying to figure out all the medicine you've ever taken and how much milligrams it is and all of that, like just write down all your prescriptions from your um from your Walgreens app. That has been a huge help for me. And then I also how I prepare for my doctor's appointments. Um, I write down all the questions I want to ask. Um, and I also like write down a list of all my symptoms and everything and try to give as much information. So like don't try to rely on your memory for everything and if you decide that you're gonna go to the doctor for a particular issue like try to have like a little piece of notebook paper so you can have everything in one place and don't feel silly for doing that we want to answer each and every one of your questions to the best of our abilities and then if we don't know something i'm gonna go back and figure you know find an answer for you and either send you an email or call you at a later time when i can provide you with the answer that you need Jasmine, are nurses sworn to confidentiality as well as uh, in the same manner that doctors are? Yes. Oh, okay. I guess there really ain't no reason to be shamed because you go in there and you tell them everything. They can't tell nobody. Right. That's the whole point of going to the doctor so you can figure out what's going on. And I'm not going to share your information with nobody else. That's a good question, though, because I do think, I, don't, I, I mean, I'm not really embarrassed when I go to the doctor. Sometimes it's awkward. I, I will share one experience. I went to the dermatologist like almost a month ago, and I'm not typically like feeling icky when I go to the doctor but it was the dermatologist and two other people it was the nurse and then the nurse that they were training and so all of them were like literally I'm sitting in a chair and then they're all just looking at me and I don't know why I felt so uncomfortable at that particular appointment but I did I was like I just felt so shame and you know how it is when you go to the doctor for something and of course today you go to the doctor it's not acting up in the way that it has <laughs> yeah. been so then you just look like you lying and so um I think I think I told you my lips have just been like dry like they feel like sandpaper it'll go away come <laughs> back go away come back Got I don't know what the hell mouth. it is though that's inside the mouth i'm talking like right on top of my lip like it's just crazy and so of course the day that i was there it was it wasn't it didn't look as bad as it had been or could uh was in the past and so they all i just feel like they was all looking at me like i was stupid and it was just too many people in the room so i will say i do not like that it was just too many people looking at me okay and how long has this been lasting since <laughs> august it's very weird well, Nurse J, I got a question, and I'm gonna use the um, I'm gonna use the uh, the old cart method. Um, what typically happens when um someone has a sandpaperish uh, lips, and it started <laughs> the onset? It started about in August. Um, <laughs> the location is the lips. Check, check. The check. duration let, is off let me, and let on. Let me stop you right there. Um, you don't have to call the office and make. Make sure you have your copay ready. I'm and dead. She said, this ain't no pay service. I am dead. I was just trying to use old cart because now I'm going to remember that. I appreciate it. 
It'll help, I promise. But see, my doctor, he tends I- to already know all of this stuff. When I go to my doctor, I be straight up. We talk so often that he already knows. And so I go in, he knows my pains before I, hallelujah. He knows my he pains before all of my I even tell him. He gives me all of my medicine in the room. Come my on. doctor welcomes me. In the room. Come on, in the room. Read us, is my doctor. He writes well, well, well. out all my scriptions. Say it now. Give me all my medicine in the room. Where you give it to you? Yes. Thank you for the A and B selection. <laughs> that was an A selection. Well, y'all, that concludes our show for today. Um, we thank y'all so much for listening to us for this time. We really appreciate it. As always, you can follow us on our social media. So on Facebook, that's at Books to Bills Podcast. On IG, it's Books to Bills Podcast. Twitter, it's Books to Bills Podcast. And on email, it's from Books to Bills Podcast at gmail.com. Of course, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, as well as iTunes. Thank you.